You're listening to The Preppy Podcast. I'm your host, Patricia May Marish, and I'll be interviewing the brands, businesses, and influencers who are keeping the modern preppy lifestyle alive. Each Tuesday, I'll bring you a new episode, but if you're craving more preppy, then shop the merch at thepreppypodcast.com and follow at The Preppy Podcast on social media. Today I'm interviewing the sisters behind Breck and Greer. I was so impressed to discover these young entrepreneurs started their business in college. As someone who started their own business at age 23, I know just how much hustle that takes. We discussed their inspiration to start their handbag business and why they are just so special. All right, so why don't you ladies let everyone know who you are, where you live, and just a little description about what you do. Sure. So we are Phoebe and Brecky Hughes. We are the founders of Breck and Greer. We um, live in Riverside, Connecticut, which is just a few minutes outside of New York City. We started Breck and Greer, which is a bespoke market bag company in 2018 and have since grown exponentially since. Awesome. That's super fun. So now you guys are sisters. So tell me a little bit about that growing up. Like, what are both your personalities like? Were you guys always creative or interested in fashion? Like, what was childhood like? Yeah, so Phoebe and I are 14 months apart. So a lot of people think that we are twins. Um, People um, joke that we definitely can talk to a brick wall. We're constantly like chatty Cathy's. (laughs) Um, we definitely do have pretty like similar personalities from the outside, but if you really get to know us, we could not be more opposites. Phoebe is the most creative person you've ever met, like bright colors, all that bubbly personality. So I would give her right side of the brain ideas. (laughs) Me on the other hand, I'm like neutral, very analytic left side of the brain, if you think about it, but together we make like a very whole perfect brain idea I guess is what yeah. I'm <laughs> that's so funny I so would say that, definitely for oh go ahead <laughs> so you guys then got along as kids because you were kind of different or how would you say <laughs> being sisters I would so my parents used to call us Mr. and Mrs. Bickerson growing up we definitely butted heads constantly but we were really lucky that we both played um, very different sports. Other than swimming, we both swam on the same swim teams. But I was always, I loved pink. She loved blue. We were to kind of divide and conquer. Um, but it was really great because we actually are, there's four of us in our family and the older two are twins. So it was kind of nice because we kind of always had a built-in best friend whenever we went on vacation growing up. And still to this day, her and I are definitely um, the closest out of the four. But um, we definitely had our rough patches. We both went to boarding school together. So I think think growing up, that definitely helped kind of live separate lives, but also learn to live together as we grew up. And then we both went to school close together in the Carolinas, which was really fun to get to go and spend time with each other, but in kind of different territories. Oh my 
gosh, that's so fun. You guys sound like you have built-in best friends, which is so nice, I'm sure. And I bet now you value that, whereas as kids, sometimes it's hard to realize that. Um, But so now you mentioned that you studied in the Carolinas. So where and what did you guys end up studying in school? Um, I went to Furman University, which is in Greenville, South Carolina, and I was a communications major. And Breck? And then I went to Elon in North Carolina, and I was in the business school studying marketing. Oh, really? And I grad- cool. Yeah, and I graduated in 2020, so a year okay. behind her. Got it, got it. Um, so now, what was your guys' first career then? I mean, you guys are still pretty young. Did you guys go right into designing bags, or what did you end up doing right after school? So I um, graduated in 2019. So when I um, when I graduated school, I actually started a career in corporate event planning and marketing in New York, and um, that was definitely my trajectory. Breckinger was always our side hustle because it started when um, before I was going into my senior year of college. So I was able to like I I no joke was painting tote bags on my dorm or apartment floor my friends probably wanted to kill me the amount of bags that were all over my apartment but then um we always kept the business kind of on the side and especially during the summers when both of us were home but we really didn't pick up until COVID started I actually unfortunately lost my job in the corporate world due to um the decline in retail and Brecky just graduated college which was a really tough job market to enter into so with both of us home at our parents house we kind of just took all that energy that we were so used to having schedules and classes and actually a nine-to-five job and just mm-hmm. kind of went full steam ahead and launched Breckinger full-time which was kind of a big undertaking we went from having kind of just enough like fun hobby to actually running a business and dealing with all the new fun and exciting things that comes with running a small business. Definitely. So, okay. So you started this when you were still in school. Um, so where did the idea come from? And I guess it, you started originally just painting bags, correct? Talk to me a little bit about the idea and how you first initially started. Sure. So it actually started when two of our best friends who are identical twin girls were graduating from college and they're a year older than me. So two years older than Brecky and they're total fashionistas. Like they love designer um, items. They always have like such great finds, but we wanted to get them something for their graduation that was not only like memorable, but unique. And I searched and searched on the internet, but couldn't really find what I was looking for. And I actually stumbled upon a DIY on Pinterest on like how to paint a bag. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to try this. So Brecky and I like got all the supplies, went to Michael's, everything we found at a craft store and ordered bags off Etsy and painted them. And they were a huge hit, not only from, they come from a big family. So once they got their first two bags, then everyone just started asking us being like, we want one, we want one. And so it kind of just like word of mouth through people liking our um, photos on Instagram and things like that. We're like, well, maybe this could be a fun side hustle. And Brecky and I have always been entrepreneurs from when we were little. My parents like <laughs> joke that we always had projects going on. And so we were just like, why not add one more to the mix? And it just started growing from there. We had a few trunk shows in our town um, and then just family, friends and word of mouth. And it just kind of 
blew up. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. So after you made then this gift for your friend um, and you started getting, you know, some more requests, then did you guys create a website and like a social media account separate for this? Like how did you kind of take it from, you know, this little creative idea to more of a little side hustle at first then, I guess? Yeah, so we first launched an Instagram and kind of fully deep into understanding I was communications major. So I did have a lot of work working with social media and growing businesses. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we took it from there and launched, launched our Instagram first, had a few trunk shows, and then I ended up building our website myself just to see if we could um, grow our online business versus just like having someone Venmo us or talk to us via email or text through originally placing orders that way, or even Instagram. We got a lot of orders that way first. And I mean, we, I was lucky I learned to code in school. So I was able to build it myself. So I didn't have to like outsource and we were able to kind of do it all ourselves. But I would say for right now, even, even to this day, Instagram is still our largest source of traffic and getting people's eyes on our brand. Definitely. Wow. That's so impressive. So I actually um, started my own business, my PR company about a year after I graduated college. So I love like young entrepreneurs and, you know, making it happen. Like same thing with me. I kind of, for my website, uh, my first one, I sort of designed and had a little bit of help with and kind of just hired another um, photographer who was young and starting her business. And so I love that hustle in you guys and that creativity and, uh, you know, entrepreneurial spirit. It's definitely taken a village. And that's the one thing that is so great is being a female founded business. We've had nothing but support from other businesses, from even our own family. During Christmas, we have friends from college come over and help us paint. It was so incredible just to have the amount of support and people willing to lend a hand, knowing that we cannot pay them for it, just need their time and donation, um, was so, so great at the beginning. And still to this day, like when we launched our newest collab, my mom and I sat in bed and watched reruns of Law & Order while we wrapped handles. The one thing like that we love to make sure that it's known like we don't outsource anything other than the ba- our bags are made in Morocco and our newest line is sewn um, hand embroidered also in Morocco but all the painting is done with us any communication with us is done by the two of us all of our social media is just the two of us we just did our first ever professional shoot this past March so everything is done with an iPhone or a camera and it's completely unchartered but so 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 fun That is awesome. So talk to me then a little bit about your designing and sourcing. Like you mentioned your bags are from Morocco. So I think my listeners are always so interested in learning like, okay, how did you find your manufacturer then in Morocco? Were you guys just Googling things? Like, did you have someone who knew someone over there? Like, how did you get started with that? And I guess, um, you know, that sort of that sort of process in designing and growing. Talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah, so uh, like Phoebe said earlier, our original two bags we ordered just off of Etsy, knowing absolutely nothing. And slowly and surely, we've started making connections with all these different artisans. And it's definitely a little bit of trial by error of like whose bags are like structurally sturdy, whose bags will are reliable, will get you on time. But we also wanted to make sure that the business we chose 
to work with also was a like important business as well. So the one we ended up going with is like a family run business in Morocco and they are super reliable. And it was definitely an experience in the beginning trying to navigate even our first wholesale wholesale order was just wild trying to like you have to purchase like X amount and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. trying to navigate that whole thing definitely was a lot of of long bumpy roads, but we are very grateful for where we ended up and we are very happy for the wholesaler we have now because he is amazing and is constantly in contact with us. <laughs> that I mean, I work with a lot of designers um, doing PR for them. So I know how hard that is. I mean, they're also on a different time schedule than you. And so that's always hard and figuring out how to communicate with them and, you know, getting it shipped over and all of that. So that's super impressive. I know how much of a challenge that is, but the fact that you guys, you know, without any real experience in that part of it, were able to do it. Um, so now talk to me about what makes your bag so special. Like talk to me about the customizations, because I know obviously you started with painted pieces, but now you have, um, you know, the, the fabric on the straps that you talked about, or you have the little adorable orange slices now too. So tell me a little bit about that and what makes them special and, um, your designs. Okay. Yeah. So definitely in terms of hand painting, you name it, we've definitely painted it. It's 100% customized. We can do like logos, monograms. I've painted someone's dog before. Oh. Like your name, like anything you want. And I think that's what makes it special and fun is it's a great gift or just like memorable thing to have. And so um, those are really fun. You can do any colors you want, anything like that. In terms of like Fabric, we can now wrap our handles too. So that also makes it a little bit more fun. Um, and then um, our, I would have to say the one thing that also we love to know is we don't have stock like of bags that are just painted and like being like, oh yeah, we'll just slap your monogram on it. You pick everything down to the paint color, the font, depending on custom orders, um, inside, outside stripes. So, and we don't have just like three colors you can pick from. Every bag is completely unique to yours and painted just for you. We don't like be like, oh, okay, we can swap this one out or we're going to have this amount of this that we're going to paint and that's it. Um, So that's for painted orders. But then for our most recent collab, which is honestly a true labor of love and has actually been one of the most incredible um, kind of happenstance occurrences that I'm so grateful for, Mary and I. Um, kind of joke that everything happens for a reason and people come into your lives for a reason. And her and I started a conversation after I reached out to her on Instagram about two months ago, just saying how much I loved her feed. And it's just grown to a really amazing friendship. But um, Mary actually was diagnosed with breast cancer um, a little over a year ago, and she's almost done with her chemo treatment. She has one more um, treatment to go. But this new collab, we really wanted to develop something that was unique that we didn't see on on um, online before because we did not we did not invent painting on tote bags that has been here. There are a lot of other amazing artisans that do it as well, but we wanted something that was unique to us. And working back and forth with our artisans in Morocco and with Mary, we launched this collaboration. Um, all of our totes, there are the same totes that we already painted on that are all hand woven but this but now this collaboration they're also 
hand embroidered and it's really fun to we see videos our artisans send them to us all the time of them embroidering them with needles and threads um and they work so so hard for us and we were able to create this amazing collaboration and not only are these bags unique but also a portion is going to go back to um, breast cancer research and being a small business as we are our margins aren't huge but we felt really really passionate about creating something that could have slightly an impact um in some in some way in some form and even if it's not incredibly a huge monetary donation we know these bags are we have had people that gifted them to breast cancer survivors or people going through treatments currently um, family members but we know they're bringing so much color and joy which was our full intention um but for right now that is big like i my biggest moment so far in our growth of our company is creating creating this collaboration with mary and um kind of doing something different. Yeah, no, I, I love that. It's always important to give back. Um, and I always mention, I feel like I've mentioned this in a few episodes of my podcast, but there's a book um, by the founder of Tom Shoes. And he sort of talks about how every business should give back in some way and make that part of their business these days. So I love that you guys are doing that. And the bags are adorable. I like want every single one. <laughs> It's so dangerous. <laughs> um, so now what have been some of your ways of getting the word out and marketing your business? Obviously, it sounds like Instagram a lot. And then um, I see you guys working with influencers. So is that kind of how you've been doing it and maybe trunk shows? Yeah. So for us, we um, Instagram was our first and foremost, our push, first push. Um, our brother works in tech, so he also has been really helpful helping us develop SEOs. Brecky also has that so full side of the brain um, that she is able to like look at our website and make sure our keywords are um, coming up correctly and that we're reaching that engagement point digitally that we can or leaving as much of a footprint. But I have to say, again, having female supporters of our brand has been the most amazing kind of growth for us is people including us in gift guides or tagging us, um, even if they bought the band for themselves and it wasn't gifted. The support is unbelievable that we could never have um, kind of asked for more. So definitely influencers and just people sharing it word of mouth has been probably the biggest kind of growth aspect for us. Because if we didn't have Instagram, I don't, I don't think we would even be able to be where we are today. <laughs> um, so now where do you guys get inspiration from or who inspires you? Like when you're designing pieces or, you know, thinking of your next collection or who you want to collaborate with, like what inspires you? Where do you get designs, um, inspiration from? Talk to me a little bit about that. So I definitely think our initial inspiration is definitely bright colors we're always looking for things like phoebe was talking about earlier with our new collaboration of like brightening people's days making making things in life more fun we definitely love to travel so that's a huge aspect of our inspiration is definitely like beaches water everywhere we want to be instead of new york city I would also say for me, I'm a huge, huge, huge collector of coffee table books. And so I love to just kind of thumb through and almost create like tangible Pinterest boards, I guess. I love Pinterest and that's a great source of inspiration. But um, I, I, I'm a very, very visual learner. 
And so I think that is a huge source. And Brucky said travel too. We both have hit, definitely hit the travel bug and have traveled and studied abroad. Our family travels a decent amount, um, but not just internationally. Like there's so many amazing um, destinations in the United States. And we are very fortunate to get to go to like the Gasparilla Inn and see, we got a lot of inspiration from their newest um, redesign with Celery Kemble and Kemble Interiors and just interior design is a huge source. It's, there's so many amazing things and social media too. Over COVID, I feel like there's so many new brands that have popped up and hearing their stories and seeing kind of the colors that they're using currently or um, just what, what drives them. I feel like no matter where you go, again, my, my brain is such a creative side that I can look at an image and be like, oh my God, we need to add that color to our our, our palette or things like that. Or as we're working on, um, we're about to launch a new uh, collection of embroider totes. And we saw, like, we got a lot of inspiration just from walking on the beach or being with our families in Florida. Um, so I think it's everywhere. You just have to look for it. <laughs> yeah. Now, you guys um, are still relatively newish, I guess, to the industry, but what has been your greatest challenge so far? Was it back when you had to source um, or has it been, you know, finding your customer and marketing or what's been the biggest challenge? I would say um, (laughs) – I would say our biggest challenge has been – Definitely wholesaling and understanding and building those relationships. Starting out, the language barrier was very, very tough. Um, Fortunately, we have now landed on two different um, artisans that one of them has actually a um, correspondence in an office in the United States. But um, so that is very helpful. And um, we do a lot more like intricate designs with them. So our embroidery goes through them and they actually it's the brother one brother lives in LA and one brother lives in Morocco so it's still a family business but um it's really really unique because they deal with the languages but it's still keeping it in the family which I absolutely love and they're a really great team and really on board at helping us kind of create new concepts versus and new designs versus just kind of picking what is already trending Um, so that was definitely a huge kind of obstacle, um, that we're definitely on the up and up with, but then I'd have to say probably the other one is there is no how to guide as to how to run and operate a small business, especially as you grow. And fortunately I do feel again, that we've had a lot of amazing resources of, um, other female entrepreneurs that are willing to have me ask a thousand questions every week about like, when we had to file for an LLC or um, managing finances, new accounting software, things like that, that um, even a college graduate. And when I worked in corporate, I never had to touch stuff like that. (laughs) And uh, someone was always doing it for me. Um, So that was definitely a huge learning curve. But I mean, every time now we can be a resource for someone who's entering or just starting to build a small business because I mean, you can Google it, but there's not always like the amount of information you need to receive. Definitely. So on the flip side to that, what are you guys most proud of or what's been some of your successful moments that you're really happy about? Um, I definitely say opening our first wholesale account with the Gasparilla Inn was oh. 
so amazing because we, Steve and I have been going down there for almost 25 years with our family. So we brought them, basically brought our bags down one time. They saw them, loved them. We stayed in contact and now we, we got to hand paint them a line and they're in the inn now. So you can go look at them. And the first time going back after COVID seeing the bags in person was just so exciting for us because I feel like that's come full circle it's one of our favorite places to be and to see our bags on display in their inn was was so amazing and then the other side of that was sitting at the beach club with our parents and seeing our bags around like just random people that do not know us whatsoever and they had bought their bags at the inn it was like very exciting to us Oh my gosh, that's so cool. So is getting into more wholesale accounts, is that one of your guys' goal then for your your plan for your business? It definitely is. Um, Right now we're understanding because again, everything's just hand painted by the two of us. We have to keep kind of perspective on, we have actually so many custom orders that I, we paint morning, noon, and, and night and have to bring in a few extra hands. But um, we would love to expand that. We have a few in the works right now, especially as summer is um, coming up. But we would love to do that and kind of explore more ways that we can grow our lines to not only just include painted bags, but other unique pieces as well. Definitely. Okay. So now who would be your dream person to have one of your bags? Like it could be a celebrity, an influencer, a royal. Um, who do you think is like your girl that needs one of your bags? It's so funny. So we were we were just talking about this the other day. And I have to say, like, we have been so lucky that a lot of the influencers we've already worked with were people I followed for years and years. And now I'm like, I still pinch myself when they tag us in a post. I was like, Oh my gosh. Um, which is so crazy to see. But if we had to pick someone, we are both Reese Witherspoon obsessed since legally blonde day one. Um, we love her. Hello sunshine and Draper James that I think she gets the preppy mindset, but also is very traditional and classic um, so I think that would also be a huge dream come true if somehow, some way she was able to carry one of our totes. We think that'd be so cool. That's so everyone, if you listen to the episodes of the podcast, like I would say 95% of people pick her as their dream person, which is funny. She just has that taste. And I think everyone really respects her that she's such a unique personality but I also think a lot of a lot of um, your listeners including us are kind of um, tastemakers in the same right Um, and I think we all kind of have the same similar style we love prints and color and um, which is a really I mean not I can't say it's a niche style class but I think a lot of us like the same things Yeah, for sure. So now speaking of preppy, I always ask this to everyone that I interview, but what does preppy mean to you guys? How would you describe preppy? So um, I am definitely way, I love color. Brecky's way more neutrals. (laughs) But growing up, we were always dressed head to toe, big bows, Lily Pulitzer, um, other smock dresses, etc. And I, to me, preppy, I think sometimes can get like people are like, oh, that's too preppy. I'm like the more color, the merrier. I love prints. I think dressing in color every day or in some shape or manner kind of 
has a huge correspondence with your attitude. I mean, yes, I'm all for neutrals and whites, especially like having statement pieces. But if I could have an option, I would choose to probably wear hot pink every day. Um, (laughs) But I mean, I think for me, I dress kind of how I feel. And I feel like if I put myself in bright, colorful, preppy clothes, it definitely has changes the outlook on life. And I also think like color is all about celebration. I joke like whenever I died, you may not wear black to my funeral. Everyone must be dressed in color. Um, that's like that. I'm going to top but... that for mine too because I love hot pink. So that's going to be my new rule. <laughs> it's a great one. I think it's all like so. It's literally preppy celebrates life and color and fun and happiness. And black is just so boring. <laughs> that's so funny I was at a photo shoot the other day and my photographer wanted to take a picture in front of this black door and I was like we can for you but like I just don't love the color black <laughs> I actually had a notebook that, um, we had to write these books in sixth grade and Brecky and I still have both of them but you have to like one of the questions they ask you that's in this book it's like what do you like and what do you dislike and I'm like likes the color pink hates <laughs> broccoli in the color black (laughs) that's hilarious you girls are definitely after my own heart (laughs) so now what's your favorite piece on your site right now would you say hands down mine will always be the backpack I was always I spent a year basically looking for the perfect backpack um I love it it's so practical I bop around town, go to the farmer's market with it. It's just so fun and so easy. And there's two different straps. So it's very like versatile. You can hold it. You can backpack it. It's just my favorite piece. Very. And I would have to say um, my favorite piece right now is our collaboration. I any of the bags from our Mary and crew collaboration. Becky's shaking her head at me right now. But she's <laughs> – I personally – it's just different than anything we've carried. And there was so much, was such a labor of love getting to work on it. And I actually carried it. I went on a trip to Savannah this past weekend and so many people stopped me on the street. They're like, where's that from? And I was like, I designed it. <laughs> like it was just such a big um, aha moment that I was like, wow, we're actually getting somewhere. And this is our own unique piece. Um, yeah. So I'd have to say definitely that. <laughs> Which one from that collection? Um, so I have been carrying the squeeze the day because our sunshines out of our first stock sold out so quickly. Don't worry, we're getting more in next week. Um, <laughs> but I'm a pink girl through and through. So I definitely um, have a spot in my heart for the, the hot pink. Yeah. And so the little bags, though, like adults can use them. I know a lot of times in the pictures, it's little kids with them, but you can use them as like a little mini bag, right? Absolutely. And um, that's one thing that I've been carrying the sunshine around. And we actually, our older sister is getting um, married in July. And so we just made all the bridesmaids um, bags of their own of the minis because Brecky and I both carry the minis all some long. They're great because you can actually pack them. So it's not like you have to worry about toting around a big bag. If you want to bring one of the monogram totes with you, it's a great size and mm-hmm. it's super versatile. Like I have the mini one with my name on it in Navy and I wear it all the time. Use it for weddings because it can sit up on its own. It's different than a clutch, but um, so it's a great kind of pop of color or even neutral to any outfit. So fun. 
So now you both love to travel, you mentioned. So where's your favorite place? Uh, we went back and forth on this for a little bit, but I definitely <laughs> say our two top favorites are either the Gasparilla Inn or um, Cambridge Beaches in Bermuda. My Our mother went, grew up going there and we had the opportunity to go. They, our whole family went a few years ago and it was so amazing and we've been dying to go back ever since. So we're counting down the days until we get to go back there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The beaches in Bermuda are just gorgeous. Like pink sand and all of that. I, Bermuda is a great place. So now what are your must haves that you guys carry in your bags? <laughs> so it's funny. Brucky and I were laughing about this, but for I, my friend's joke, I'm the mom of every friend group at every moment I carry everything in my bag I always have like a sewing kit band-aids stain remover hair ties you name it phone chargers portable chargers I have like little pouches that I'll move between bags so if anything I'm always well prepared which is the complete opposite of Brecky who um. tends to <laughs> Um, honestly, I could not be more of the complete opposite. I'm such a minimalist. If anything, my stuff is either in Phoebe's bag, or if I am carrying a bag, all that has, all that's in my mini tote is simply my sunglasses and my wallet. And that is it. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) So now what's each of yours go-to drink order, whether it's, you know, your favorite wine, your favorite cocktail or Starbucks order, What's your go-to drink? Um, we are on a huge spicy margarita kick. We <laughs> blame that on our mother, but we love them. We've even started growing our own jalapenos at home. Oh my gosh. So we absolutely love a good spicy marg. You hands down anywhere you go, they're great. That's so funny. And I feel like a lot of the the bloggers and influencers, they've been posting their own Spicy Mark recipes. So very on trend. (laughs) They just hit the spot sometimes. Yeah. Now, what are some of your favorite accounts to follow on social media? Um, Anyone that, you know, listeners should check out or you want to give a shout out to that you just think are just a great follow? Sure. Yeah. So it was funny. I was looking back recently on most of the accounts I follow and I'm very excited to say most of them are female founded businesses which we absolutely love supporting um but right now our top are of course we love Marion Crew she has such a unique aesthetic mm-hmm. and um Mary also takes almost all of her own photos which I think is super unique that she doesn't necessarily always have to bring in a professional photographer which I think a lot of influencers do rely heavily on um we also are travel obsessed so glimpse guides is um a full feed of wonderless destinations the founder jordan um always has great recommendations of amazing resorts and destinations around the um, u.s and abroad we also love neely and chloe they've done some amazing collaborations um and they're from New York, so we uh, and kind of we've watched them start from the ground up, which has been really unique to see how much they have grown and now see where they're going, which is really inspirational too. To know like we were starting there once and we're slowly we're slowly growing. Um, I also love following Pencil and Paper Co. Uh, I personally am a member of their collaborative 
Creative Club, and I love getting all of their um, monthly subscription boxes because it, you can discover new brands, and then I can follow those brands on um, social media as well. And um, I think a, a lot of few of our few other of our favorite brands we love: Migo Andrina, Deadly Stevens, Asha, Sarah Bray, India Avery, Sarah Flint, Hill House Home with Nell Diamond. I mean, for us, we just we didn't realize it, but there are so many amazing female brands out there. And Mm -hmm. again, we are always influenced by some of the amazing aesthetics and messages, but um, we really idolize a lot of these brands and um, look up to them a lot. And we're really fortunate to even be able to get to follow them or get a glimpse into how they operate and grow in their businesses. Definitely. No, those are all great accounts and great brands. So uh, my second to last question is, what's next for you guys? Like any sneak peeks of new designs or collaborations or anything coming out that people can look out for? Yeah, so um, I just mentioned we, or I mentioned earlier in our interview, we have um, a line launching next week that was inspired by the beaches of Gasparilla and Boca Grande Island. They are, um, it's a series of three totes, which are three different sizes, a mini and two big. The big has short handles and long handles, so it's versatile, but they're embroidered. So we're really looking forward to expanding um, that embroidered line and be able to um kind of reach more of a demographic with that and hopefully also be able to share more because I mean the custom bags can be expensive so hopefully this will also allow us to appeal to a much wider range as well Um, because I know being all recent college graduate not everything is as attainable for everybody and so that is our goal with that and then we have a few other fun collaborations in the works um, especially after launching ours with Mary we've been um, brainstorming another collection possibly with her hint hint um and um we're also exploring a few new different bag styles they're in the design process right now and a few things that might not just be bags which is very exciting as well also if you want a fun hint if you pay attention to our instagram my favorite perk of owning this company is that we have to test out the products before they go live so i'm always seen carrying these new samples around town and I usually do photograph them uh, just for fun so the collection my collection of bags is definitely always growing but I always (laughs) love to test them before so that's definitely how you can find some sneak peeks as well oh awesome so looking on your feed or your stories yeah yeah both (laughs) (laughs) we throw them in there (laughs) I love it. Um, Now, my final question, where can people find you? Let everyone know your website, URL, your social media handles. Let them know where to follow along and where to shop. Absolutely. So on Instagram, you can find us at Breck and Greer. And then on our website as well at www.breckandgreer.com. Awesome. Well, thanks, ladies. Thank you so much. It was so great talking to you. And thank you for including us. It's such an honor. Yes, thank you so much. This was so much fun. Thank you so much for listening to the Preppy Podcast. I hope this put a little prep in your step for the day. Please subscribe, rate, and review on wherever you listen to your podcast. And follow along with at the Preppy Podcast on social media. Mm